This episode is supported in part by our friends on Patreon. To show your support, visit patreon.com slash Podcast. Welcome to the Code Monkey Podcast, Season 3, Episode 14. Would you like Yahoo to report your emails to the NSA? Doesn't matter, they already have. In explosion news, Samsung. Also, should the Code Monkey Podcast have its own space station module? Scientists say no, but we say yes. I'm your host, Kevin Giese, and with me is a shapeshifter currently masquerading as Alex Bragdon. Woo! Wow, what a revelation in the opening of the podcast. It's a very big twist. It is a, it is a game-changing twist. I'm shocked that scientists said no. I well, I'm you know, really shocked. I'm I'm very disappointed. You live in you know scientist central and didn't manage to you know come up with any anyone to suggest otherwise. I guess I thought that I mean, you were the PR department on this particular I, project. I, I wasn't I wasn't actually like consulted on this prior to recording the podcast. So, you the, uh, you were this is the one show note that you added this week. No, this is yeah. this is this one is entirely on you. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I, I'm not the one who conducted the scientific studies like. That was all in you, Kevin. That's that's that that's true. All I did the research, you. I did all the engineering, all the construction. Yep. And scientists said no, strangely enough. Um I I'm shocked. <laughs> welcome, listeners and viewers all. To <laughs> And also lemons. Lemons? Yeah. You know lemons. what? I, it's just occurring to me. Like as I feel I feel weird. It's just listeners and viewers. I feel like we need a third medium. I think Alex, because I'm doing the work of, of getting the you video, want to just do it on medium. Well, this is what I'm thinking: is that I think we should have readers. So I think what okay. I'm going to need you to do for this episode is to transcribe the podcast. Okay. I'll do, and I'll then do go that. ahead and I'll send and you a transcription when we're done. All right. Actually, you, I'm assuming you can probably send me a transcription like during the podcast. <laughs> sure, sure. I can send it to you right now. All right, perfect. Actually, I can send you the whole podcast transcription right now. Brilliant. That will save me a lot of time. I appreciate it. And actually, if you've yep. got that, then why don't we just get the, we can get the, we can just, you know, fire up the, our Macs and have the say command, read it all out. And then we don't have to record. <laughs> we still have to, well, uh, I mean, we, we still have to do the video thing though. So we just have to are, sit here and like. Yeah. Well, well there's, there's software that does that, right? There, there's those like storyboardy things where you can just feed it text and then it'll go ahead and, and do both. I, that sounds like cheating. I don't know if I'm. A, <laughs> that part a sounds like Kevin. cheating. That's the only part that sounds like cheating. All right, fair enough. All right, I'm sorry. I crossed the line. I apologize. I'm I'm backing up now to the the comfortable world of uh, this top story. Alex has a new Twitter handle, and I'm very confused. And by which I mean new name on Twitter, not a Twitter handle. Inquiring minds, Alex. I received dozens of uh, of fan mail letters to our PO box. Uh huh. Very concerned that Alex has been replaced. By a um, scary muffin. Okay, why didn't I've I've not heard any of and this. And I guess the like, question that the three hundred or so of us want to know, the answer <laughs> to I can words today, uh, is what have you done with Alex and why are you shape shifting as scary muffins? Um, I, this was actually all your fault, by the way. <laughs> you what? I had changed my. Uh, Name to something far more politically scary. Oh, right. I made I I diffused you. Right. Well, and then I tweeted something that was like, I have become my own worst fear. And you were like a spider. And uh, then I was like, no, it's a muffin. It's muffins. Uh Aha. Okay. So now you've since Um, become. All right. (laughs) 
And, and the reason I associate spiders with muffins depends entirely on how much Undertale you've played. Uh, that's, I am in a, I am in a fun position actually regarding that. I am in a position where I feel like I can't make any progress at all in this game. <laughs> Good. <laughs> because I'm of glad. my associations with spiders and muffins and the inability to just backtrack and fix my mistakes. You didn't make a mistake. I'll guarantee No, that. I have made a mistake. I can't, I can't get, uh, I'm just not good enough to survive long enough. It's a, it, there we're, no, we're not going to spoil, no. Okay, moving on. <laughs> See, it is a scary muffin. You even think it's a scary muffin. <sighs> I mean, it's a scary cookie. It's a scary lack of, in, not lack of foresight in cookie purchases is what it is. <laughs> donut purchases. Oh, donuts. I don't remember. It's a, <laughs> some sort of pastry, Alex. <laughs> I have not purchased pastries in a video game that we're dancing around spoilers for. <laughs> You're actually dancing. Oh, dancing is a spoiler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait to see that video. Uh, yeah, there's a whole video of like, hey, look, we're making no progress. Uh, that's It's very Good. fun. All right, so anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll do it for you. So you have updated your 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 Twitter hand, Twitter handle to be a scary muffin. Well, yeah, is, I mean everyone updates their October Twitter handles to be. Well, see, this seems like a new trend is. to me, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like the the people are people a lot of a lot of people on my Twitter stream are renaming themselves to be like random things. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm not. I have no. I like. I completely miss miss. I get very very confused. Why? Especially because Why they would you get confused? well, because it used to be. If I'm remembering right, this could be that I'm old and I I don't remember things. Um, and everything smells like burnt toast. Um, <coughs> but that's space. I'm thinking right. That's yeah. In space, no one can hear you. Uh, burn toast. If um, the the when Twitter initially launched, you didn't have a name field. You just had your username, and that was fine. I, that was brilliant. I think you so. also couldn't change your username. You're you're the right. at sign. It's weird to me. Like and this, Twitter is kind of unique amongst social media providers. In that like, usually you have some unique avatar name, and that's mm. the thing you can't change because that's the ID that everybody uses. And now people, and now like with Twitter, you I can be like at Alex Bragg and be like, "What's up?" And you can be like, "Haha, nope, that's not me anymore." Now your tweet looks stupid, Kevin. Um, <laughs> you did that to me. I not have the done other that. way I did around. That. When, I, when I went from GCKW everywhere, I said, "All right, well, I mean, I can't." I didn't want to give up the account, um, and so I converted it to Cheers, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, no. But now that is a whole dim, uh, the, a whole dim view. Like, I can actually, yeah, because we've got, because we're, we're on the podcast with this whole thing. Now, uh, looking at this, if I'm looking at, um, like, sure, Swift on security. No idea what they're tweeting about, but fine. Swift on security. <laughs> the username is this thing here, which is super dim and hard to know. This is the title thing. Which is the person's like name, which some people are changing to random things that are very confusing, and people are changing their avatars all the time. So I have no idea. I guess you what I'm assuming now people. is that Alex. There we go. So Alex, oh, I can't even tell this is Alex Bragdon because except for my picture. Because because no, because this is low contrast, man. I can't see. I can't see that this is Alex Bragdon. Now except you, for the picture. Yes, you're still using a 14 year old's picture as your avatar. Oh, what? So. <laughs> I took that picture last year. Really? It yes. feels like you've had that for a very long time. No. I'm not one I to talk about like good year. avatar picture selection. But Well, yeah, what happened to your Perot one? The Perot? Oh, it's still somewhere. I think I still have it up on Goodreads, I think. Uh, yeah, I think maybe 
GitHub, maybe? I oh don't... yeah, probably. Nope, I changed. I changed Goodreads. GitHub. Let's look. Um, now let's not go to GitHub because that's probably gonna pull up <laughs> secret stuff. Okay, All right, you're, you're probably actually gonna have to edit that. <laughs> you're gonna have to blur out those links that just came up. No, we're fine. Okay. No, we're well, totally fine. That's your uh, call. Repository URLs are, are. I mean, it's the, the URL doesn't provide anything. Okay. Um. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So uh, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't know. People changing their names and stuff. It seems confusing to me. I can sort of understand that there are people who are like, you know, my name at conference. And then people go like, oh, well, I know that that person is at the conference. And so that you don't tweet them and be like, hey, are you at this thing? Are you at Comic-Con? Um, I'm assuming like that's when, you know, because that's you should the just leave it up conference. indefinitely because you'll. Those tweet unless you delete the tweets that you sent while you were at the conference, you need to leave your name exactly. Like Definitely. Well, and, and Twitter, I think, has gone tweet. back and forth between whether or not, um, like when like when you update your avatar, you update your username or stuff like that. For a while, previous tweets retained your old stuff. Yeah, and I don't think that's the they, case that's anymore. Not the case anymore. It's Certainly all, not for profile image. It's all confusing. I don't know. I've never actually changed my like handle. I've always been at Alex Bragdon because. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm lucky enough to have a name that I think like works rather well to do that. It does. It does. I'm yeah. very jealous of you. <laughs> yeah. I've, you I've gotten like, that if you, if you say people, like, go actually. visit alexbragdon.com on a podcast or something where like people can't just like click a link. That's fine. People can do that. Go to alexbragdon.com. Yeah. Exactly. It's very like, I don't um, by often way, you have to spell out my name on go the Go to phone. alexbragdon.com. Like, it's an, it's, it's a fascinating it's site. Great. It it is. It's a great site. Alex pays twenty dollars a year. No, I don't. For 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 I the amazingness that is. I spend eight dollars a year on. Alex you don't have domain pride. Okay, well you can look up Alex's home address. Uh, you just want to type in who is, and then Alex. Actually, I wonder. I wonder if who is actually has that. I wonder if I have domain privacy. <laughs> I'm going to find out. Let's I find be, out I how be insecure. AlexBragdon.com is exactly. AlexBragdon.com. <laughs> Uh, you know, if the height um, of narcissism is googling yourself, what is <laughs> what is doing DNS no, lookups on your own I'm, name? I'm not. I'm not really. Doing, I'm doing who is right. I exactly. Mean, I'm not looking. I up. think that's a level uh, above. That's just, that's just nerdy narcissism. Uh, who is who is dot You're not even doing a regular who is you lazy butt. You're I, on. A, you're on. A, you're running on a Mac, which, by the way, yes. you dropped a huge bombshell just before the podcast started. I, well, you are you. Tweet. Alex has decided that he is sending yeah. his 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 i, I MacBook Farm Pro to, to 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 out to pasture. What i MacBook Farm Pro? I've knew from uh, Apple exactly. And Farmville, like, it's a joint project. What? <laughs> yes. So, by the way, before we talk about that, I'd like to mention that my name is now Contact Privacy Inc. of 96 Moet Ave, Toronto, Ontario. That's that's who I am. Interesting. Yeah. So so that's so, me. Hmm. That's how you can uh, contact me. So you didn't even you can't you. So you're the reason that we're sending all the jobs overseas. You won't even buy from American <laughs> registrars. Uh, no, it's a well. I mean, <laughs> yes, actually, it is an American. It's Google. I buy my domain from Google, and Google they have not- free domain privacy. Google does not do domain registration. They farm it out. I mean, they they have no. a wrapper around it, but 
Because I have because domains.google.com. Kevin Geese or Kevin was on I registered via Google, but they they subcontracted that all that stuff out. So behind the scenes, it's it's actually Enom that was. I don't care. Registration. I don't care. It's interesting, it, Alex. We're providing interesting Google. factoids for the podcast Google. listeners and viewers and readers. <laughs> but yes, I am going to start doing yeah, some traveling maybe, in maybe. a couple of days. And by the time I get back and settle down and stuff, I will uh, have new computers to buy. Some, and I probably won't be going back to an iMac because external GPUs are a thing now. So I'll so be going what to you. What are you going to be switching to? Uh, I'm I'm going to update my MacBook on the 27th of the of October because that's when the new ones are going to come out. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'll get an external GPU for it and probably some sort of display. I, I don't know. It depends on if Apple out announces a display. I don't really know if I need a display. We'll see. So the new next. MacBooks are really cool because basically the you can buy the computer and then you can buy all of the the things that make a computer an ex, a computer and then plug them in to the MacBook so that the MacBook can work as a decent computer. Well, so it can be very thin and very light and have really good battery. Nothing. <laughs> so then well, you can then no. you can buy a big bulky set of things to put on your desk and plug into this tiny little thing that is lightweight and has a great battery. Right. But like it it you can do web browsing, word processing and SSH into things. Yes. Which is Awesome. Although, Alex, given that you couldn't even figure out how to who is your own domain, I'm not entirely sure that you can SSH I into things. Who, on your- <laughs> I did who is my own domain. I did. Although I still use screen and not tmux to your dismay, but whatever. <laughs> you know, it's not... It, I, I understand, man. You got your screen Why? You got your screen RC all configured. You don't want to go spend the time con- I do. setting up your I do. tmux RC. I actually have my screen RC like open up 17 different windows in like nested form and it's great. Oh, no, I've definitely done that. Like I had there there were times when we were running stuff across a whole bunch of, you know, not particularly well instrumented servers. So, you mm. know, like, oh, no, we need to just bulk restart the the web app or whatever. Well, I can SSH into all of them or I can load up screen with all of them loaded and then have send keys on. And type it one yep. time and have it just work across all of these things and have them all like, or you can just log into all and write and type top and then just watch the memory stracks on all of the things. It's the matrix and you feel like a god. This is Screen why we're is nerds. Cool. This is yeah. probably the most like, <laughs> the most like computery Linuxy nerdy type of podcast we've had in quite some time. I mean, by the way, you can just type in who is into command line and yes. then followed by exactly who, who you want to who is. Yes, that's that's you what I was giving. <laughs> that's what I was heckling you that's for what not Kevin doing. Is allu- that's what Kevin is alluding to. I know. Or on, or on any or on a Linux machine or probably on a Windows machine now. Uh, that might still be NS lookup. I don't know. I need to I need to I need to check Run. this out. Yeah. OK, so. Who is is not a recognized as an internal external command operable program or batch file. Can you believe that batch files still exist? Do you know Bon? Have you ever used Bon Bon or Bon Baubon? Baubon on Windows? Um, So I I started, I have a Windows computer at work. Okay. um, Because I guess I could have asked for a Mac, but they give everyone Windows laptops to begin with. And I didn't want to deal with the hassle of trying to convince. So you run like a Linux VM Um, so you can get work done. Well, so, I mean, yes, I do have a remote Linux VM that I do do a lot of work on. Um, but in, instead of just using PuTTY or whatnot to 
like SSH into things, I've started using Bauban, which is a wrapper around Sigwin. Sigwin? Uh-huh. Um, and it's amazing. Hmm. I, I'm actually, like, super impressed. So I actually have it set so when Windows boots up, it launches this thing. It automatically moves itself to my left-hand monitor maximizes itself so there are no like windows ui elements Mm -hmm. and then launches uh an ssh agent Mm -hmm. um which prompts me for my public key password or private key password i log into that you said a private key password you are a paranoid nerd sir (laughs) i mean i mean if you had that private key you could destroy my company's website yeah yeah so i'm gonna put a a key on that key yeah, fair like, enough. I, if someone steals that file, not going to let them destroy my multi-million dollar website. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I give it my private key. Oops. Yeah. So I give it my Oops. private key. Yep. You know what you did. I'm leaving. I'm leaving that mic bump in the <laughs> in the recording, so the audience knows as well. The, all of our uh-huh. readers know exactly what happened right there. Bump. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, so it's just I give a little it asterisk. My- bump. Asterisk. In the transcript, Alex. Uh-huh. I expect it on my desk. Okay. First thing tomorrow okay. morning. You don't have a desk. That's an illusion. That's true. Yeah. It's true. So it's it all green screen itself. movie magic. It, yeah. Green green sweatered, actually, in this case. Ex- well, you know, you work <laughs> with what you got. All right. I'm, I'm trying to be. Uh-huh. I'm trying to be a little frugal. I mean, at this point, you must. Is that a new sweater, Kevin? Uh, no. No, I just have like a set. I have a set of just like like I have a whole. You, you go to Home Depot and you get the little the little paint swatches of things. I have like that, uh-huh. but of sweaters now. Well, I'm, I I just figured you must be wearing a significantly smaller sweater than you. Oh had no, been. no. Um, I thank you for saying so. Um, but no, it's still the same. I'm, I'm okay. still because like sweaters can be bulky. That's fine. Okay. It's sitting looser yeah. though, which is good. Mm. So. Yeah, so then it I, I give my private key password and then it fires up an SSH agent and it launches like four or five different screens that then just like automatically resize themselves and put them in the right spots. And some of them like fire up like SSH connections and one of them opens a tunnel to a debug system and it's great. That's pretty It's cool. like the future. <laughs> I think, okay, I mean, okay. Maybe that's the future. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. It is the future. You know what else is the future? We'll be coming to you from the International Space Station. Uh, okay. We can we can we can go to that one. <laughs> well, I mean, that's in the future. That is in the future. Um, so yes, it's the the future. So yeah, International Space Station. This is so Alex, what is the what is the current uh retirement date for the ISS? Because uh, they keep pushing it back. I well, I mean, because it was it was something like 2012. Like the, I think the initial deorbit date was 2012, and then they're like, <laughs> "You remember the space uh, shuttle that we like we designed for 10 years and then ran for infinity years?" Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 2024. 2024 is the current retirement date. Okay, so yep. that's I can math. That is 18 years at from least, now. <laughs> at least 2024. Right. At least 2024. Um, and if, if I remember right, basically the Russian modules are probably like, no, no, because it was talk about. Um, about retiring, about retiring, and that basically the Russians were like, "Well, we'll just, you know, kick you." I, I almost sunk into a Russian voice again, but I knew you would, you would heckle <laughs> me for it. 
Um, but the you know, is like, we'll just detach our, our side of the station and you guys can deorbit. Yeah. And then we will just build, you know, Mother Russia Station Station 6. I don't know. Because Mother yeah. Russia Station 6 would be an awesome name for a space station. I mean, or a okay. video game about space. That can space. be the name of our module. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so a, uh, a blog post uh, by NASA, because, they sh- you know, they could be doing science stuff, but instead they have a blog. Um <laughs> It's written by me, actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, six companies received awards to start developing habitation systems in response to the uh, the Next Step BAA. And when I make pull quotes from, from articles, I should look at, like, acronyms and stuff that were probably explained earlier up in story and there's a reason i didn't put a pull quote for this one because you always (laughs) complain about my pull quotes and i didn't know what to do so i figured i'd let you deal with this was a hard one to get pull quotes for Um, the idea is that these habitats or habs would evolve into spacecraft capable of sustaining and transporting astronauts on long duration deep space missions like a mission to mars and their development would be achieved through new public-private partnerships designed to build on and support the progress of the growing commercial space sector in Earth orbit. The work done by those companies was so promising that earlier this year, we extended the Next Step HAB program into Phase 2 and opened it up to new entrants. So that's pretty yeah. cool. So they, yep. had a, they had initially allowed six people to come up with some designs. Six companies, I, six not company. just yeah, not, No, companies are people, Alex. Companies are people. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh man. No. Nope. Yeah. Let's uh It sounds like you're underwater. That was pretty good. Yeah, you should talk into your Yeah, so there we go. That's what's going on. Um Yep. I need to be more careful. I, I, I'm oblivious like when I'm drinking water. I'm just, no, no, we're talking, we're drinking at the same time. I'm like a ventriloquist without the dummy. We should, I'm the right, no, I'm the ventriloquist and the dummy. <laughs> yeah. That is something a dummy would say. <laughs> anyway. So I'm trying to think, who are these six companies? So obviously there was the Bigelow inflatable hab thing that didn't work particularly well. Um, I mean, it had trouble inflating, but it, it eventually yeah. inflated. Yeah, but it had trouble inflating. Which, you know, as far as like an inflatable module, there are a lot of things that can go wrong. But like the first step of having an inflatable module is inflating But they got it, it like, figured out. If you're going to have out. something I, I, go wrong, it's like, come on, man. It's like that's the they first did it thing. eventually. It just wasn't quite as easy as they thought it would be. Well, uh, fair enough. Um, so, the, I mean, so there's so there's Bigelow. Um, there's yeah. obviously SpaceX is probably doing some, some getting some of that money. I'm assuming. I don't. I'm assuming I that, no idea. that some of their capsules were coming out of that, out of that funding. Um, but who are the other who are the other companies? Lockheed. Well, I'm guessing. Presumably the United Launch Alliance. Presumably, uh-huh. perhaps. Oh yeah, Oregon. those guys. United what? Launch Alliance. We've got our we've got our eyes on them. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man, we certainly do. Yeah. I, so the I, article yeah, doesn't list those doesn't three list or the four. Companies. I don't know. I'm I, also there curious. Like a list in the article. What is the what is what is so the I, I like I like the way that they phrase this though the work done uh, let's see the the growing commercial space sector because where is the 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 commercial space sector is that like sector six to the left like <laughs> what I'm just imagining some particular area. So like some, what some area? arc above some arc above the earth. It's like, no, this one's the corporate sector. And then we've got the, the public sector where the ISS is. And I just think of hard drives. 
like oh what fair sector enough. of your hard drive you're spinning to, technically like cd roms and dvds too they also have sectors any of the fair spinning enough. media i don't know and if ssds maintain the concept of sectors for backboards compatibility i have to imagine they do they don't have to but you you, you wouldn't you wouldn't think so though because the the sector management should all be past the bus level well then what's defragging how, how would you um, that is when that is when you unmurder people in first person shooter games. <laughs> uh, I need to rim shot, I need to get my shooters? sound effects thing back out cuz you're not you're not appreciating I, my I, humor I, enough. I need more rim shots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So Alex, this if you were going to so the you they you're they're designing habits that will evolve into spacecraft. Um if you were going to well, they, they a, start a spacecraft, they don't just like evolve. Like <laughs> it's like a, it first, yes, exactly. When a, when a little when a mommy have and when a mommy, nah, never mind, never mind. So yes, uh, there's a joke there. Kevin just can't figure it out, and I'm not going to touch it. Thank you. So <laughs> we'll move on. Oh man, well, okay, but but no, I want to do this. I want um let's let's make this uh Alex. I'm going to be Shark Tank. And you can be some space company. What was the name of the space company you're going to create? You had a name for it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I actually did. I'm, I'm going to call I'm it Lemons United Launch. Lemons United Launch. Okay. Now, I'm sure that you had a It was a Lull. good name for it. And, and this is why we need the podcast intern to be here and the, keep an eye on. The continuity, eye, the continuity editor. editor. Yes. Um, okay. We just sit there and be like, yeah, you talked about this in, you know. 20 episodes ago um okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna be shark tank you be some nerd <laughs> pitch, pitch your idea and and to, get, to convince me that that i should give you the the phase two money okay it's a nasty so you shark know tank. you you know the earth are you familiar with the concept of the earth i this is this is a way over my head you need to you need to explain this in a you know less less corporate jargon you need to explain this in a way that is going to appeal to sort of a mass market. Are 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 you, are you familiar with the ground? Ground. Okay. It's it's the thing that you're like the non-positive sitting charge. on. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mm. It, exactly. I'm talking about like ground is not a non-positive charge. By the way, that doesn't make any sense. Again, just- again, again. We're speaking to general public here. All right. Right. You gotta. You gotta. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not following all of this. All right. You're okay. talking way over my head. I, Okay, so you know how when you trip on something, you fall down? Yes. Okay, that's because of gravity. Uh-huh. You know what right. the space station doesn't have? Oh, you are going to put your foot in your mouth real bad right now. Why? If Well, all right, no, what does the space station not have? Artificial gravity. <sighs> okay, all right, you, you, you'll skate I, by I, on that one. That is true. I, I don't I don't know where you were going you know, with that. You're like, yeah, it's a, but you know, space station. You were going to say gravity, and that's not true at all. It's not even no, a little bit I true. No, I was not. <laughs> I, I was not going to say that at all, right. all Kevin. So, so, you want, so what do you? So okay. you're you also do you also know what else the space station doesn't have? Um, it does not have bathtubs. That is incorrect. It does have a bathtub. No. Yeah, it does have a bathtub. Are you messing with? I you just leave the shower on. That's and the drain no, 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 no. Repurposing a, something as a bathtub is not a bathtub. 
I thought I thought it was I, legitimate. Like it was like, is there really? I swore I knew like every inch of that station. No, okay. Really, you there's know, every not inch. a What's McDonald's. The left of there's fine. There's the not a McDonald's. Primary thruster. There's not a McDonald's on the space station, which would also there's be a great. McDonald's. Which would also be a great title for this podcast. Except you've already called dibs on titling this podcast. I. I <laughs> I, I didn't call dibs. I proposed something and you certified it. Fair enough. Yep. That is the truth of the situation, Kevin. So welcome to a podcast entitled I Don't Remember. You'll have to look it up because just look at your No, now the down. podcast is going to be I Don't Remember. You'll have to look it up. No, it's called Marty Goes to the Mall. Yeah. That's the name of this podcast, yep. by the way, in case you hadn't noticed and were confused. You're very proud of yourself. Right. I wonder we should we should name our podcast like some SQL injection just to like see if any of the services we use just <laughs> drop break. table podcasts. Um, actually, that is the thing I did notice that apparently and actually I am curious for because I know we do have a couple of listeners on SoundCloud that do download um, our episodes, um, yep. by which I mean like at least one or two. And I've seen some reports that recently SoundCloud has changed their policies to require uh, to, to restrict downloading to only people who pay for SoundCloud premium. And do you mean my reports, one random guy you happen to follow on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> so that's a big deal. And uh-huh. uh, if that is the case, then I would just as soon stop paying SoundCloud because we are paying them to host the stuff. And we're saying, yes, let everybody download them. Like we don't like it. It's fine. We're also hosting stuff elsewhere for our other streams and, and everything. But if they're if they're going to be restricting stuff like that i think it's probably not worth paying i mean right now we're already paying way too much to them for what we're actually getting but anyway if you're having a difficulty <laughs> downloading the episodes please tweet at alex bragdon and bother him about it and then he will yep. bother me about it i will not i'll All just right. sud- subtly manage to like weave it into the narrative of the universe and it'll eventually come around to him that is beautiful <laughs> It, I, I guess I don't know. Okay, so so you're proposing an uh, an artificial gravity uh, yeah. project? Of All course, right. that's uh, like the just, most obvious, like important thing. It solves so many problems if you can have artificial gravity. Yeah, but it causes like, more. What? It causes. It more does not problems. cause more. It does. It causes so many more problems. Like what? We've discussed this. Are have, have we? Yes. Are you, are you yes. sure you don't have you a continuity have, editor? We, <laughs> yes, we have done this, that the Enterprise goes into orbit around a planet. You're walking around the Enterprise, and there is something inside the Enterprise that provides Earth-like gravity. That means mm-hmm. that you have two Earths that are right next to each other. That is a very big problem. That is a huge meant, freaking disaster. It <laughs> is a nightmare I, scenario. Like, any time uh, the Enterprise goes into orbit around a planet, everyone should die. I, well, I mean, I was being slightly more realistic, and I meant we should put something spinny on the uh, space station. Oh, okay. But, like, okay. Well, because we because Bigelow was supposed to do that, and then they were supposed it? to do that like twenty years ago. Yes, the the yes, the Bigelow inflatable was supposed to rotate. Okay, that was well, going to be very cool. Didn't do a good they, job of that. No, the the problem is that they their funding got cut um, back in like two thousand or something. They're um, made so of they plastic. Why it's plastic isn't that expensive. Um, yeah, exactly. That's the, it's like, if, you know, if Elon can, can blow up rockets and not even care, you think, <laughs> you think it's like, oh no, we're, no, we got to hoard some plastic. Well, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You could make it big, whatever. Exactly. Making it spin isn't even that hard. Just no, like it's not. I mean, it's just, it is like, pretty it inefficient. So. 
if I remember right, because I was looking at the at the model for this, but the yeah, the the it's the the beam module um uh, mm. was it was initially going to be a centrifuge. Yeah. Um and yeah, then they got rid of that. If I remember right, it was supposed to provide like it was not gonna provide much in the way of gravity, but they were going to try and see like, all right, if we have you exercise, if we have you, you know, basically treadmill um two thousand one style. Yeah. Does it help at all? Well, two thousand one. It's not going to be rotated. Two thousand one right. had a rotating component. Right. Um, no, but they were going to have them like basically treadmill in the centrifuge. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and just see like, all right, okay. if we do because to because to do that at nine point eight g is a lot is a lot of energy. Well, um, unless you make it wide spin, enough, then well, it's not. right, right. Um, but that obviously requires more surface area, and you know, people keep blowing up satellites in orbit. <laughs> And so surface area well, is very See, bad my proposal idea. is to get an asteroid and stick a motor to it and hollow out the inside of it. Mm. That's not and that is not a ridiculous idea. Yeah. That's actually I a pretty decent idea. All right. I, I tell you what, you can have some of the phase two money. Go ahead and pursue that. Okay. Let us know how let Great. us know what you uh come up with by the next episode. Okay. Well, as soon as I get the first check, I'll get get going. So yep. in addition to these futuristic technologies like um Programs that will switch to the different monitor and, you know, launch up rotating space rocks and rotating space rocks. Um, I, I came across this story. Uh, actually, I was sent this story. A good friend of mine who actually made the intro for our podcast. So thank oh. you to Ryan for that. Um, so there's this article on nine to five Mac dot com. Strangely enough, talking about one of my favorite websites. Really? Uh, yeah. I Strangely enough, I don't find day. myself visiting that site very often. It's weird. We, I guess we run in different circles for some, some strange reason. Um, I run this, in giant rotating rock circles. There was an article uh, comparing the various fitness tracker wearables, mm. which I know we're all super, super hyped about. Well, I mean, it's obviously we're not the most fit guys. But we do have speak wearables. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, I will speak for myself. But we do have wearables. So, you know, this yeah. aligns with our interests to some degree. Um, and this is evaluating basically just how decent a job these things tend to tend to do at tracking that. Because, I mean, a lot of people have played around with various um, step trackers um, or sleep trackers or, or all of that sort of thing. And the majority, hmm. like the simplistic stuff, will track motion and then try and correlate this motion is probably real motion versus this one's you waving your arms around and etc. Hmm. Um, you'll have you'll have devices that use um, skin galvanic response, which is yep they electroshock you and go hey are you better now? And if you're not, then they assume <laughs> you're dead. And if you are, then they assume you're you're healthy. Um, and then there you know there's the, the some of them that are on pulse points will go ahead and just monitor um, uh, pulse as well. So if it if there's a lot of motion and your heart rate is high, you can assume eh, maybe they're running, you know, uh, pulling all that data together and then trying to predict what the behavior actually is. Yep. But, of course, it's always a big question of like, how accurate is all of this stuff? Um, if you're and looking if you to have buy an, stuff, what's that? Yep. And if you have a, a type of device that we mentioned on 9 to 5 Mac, you're in luck. <laughs> exactly. Strangely enough. So in the end, so they're, 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 they compare this also with a chest strap monitor. Um, chest strap monitor, like medical grade equipment. Yes, chest strap monitor did a pretty darn good job. So they basically had people run on treadmills with various devices attached to them. Um, yep. Chest strap monitor, ninety nine percent accuracy rating, but you'd have to wear a chest strap monitor, so that's kind of out. 
Um, below, <laughs> um, below that um, is the Apple Watch, which was the most accurate of the wearables with about a ninety percent success rate. I thought it was ninety nine. No, it was no, no. The 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 chest strap monitor was ninety nine percent compared sure. to the to an EKG. Sure. Ninety okay. percent um, pretty darn good. That's an A. Pretty darn good. Ninety percent. Well, it's an A minus. Yeah, but it's an A. It's an A minus, my, Alex. My university didn't have pluses or minuses. They had A, Bs, and Cs. That was it. Everyone will be everyone will be average. Um, so I mean, they tested this with a bunch of a bunch of different devices. I, I'm trying to see if there's a list here. There is not. I know they mentioned they mentioned the Fitbit um, explicitly. Um, yeah, okay, here the Fitbit charge, the Apple Watch, the Mio Alpha, and the Basis Peak. Which yep, I don't know the Mio Alpha or the Basis Peak. Which is okay, but they yeah. apparently suck, so don't um, bother. Yeah, well, no, it's not that they suck. Um, the The results that they got were that the other options, the non Apple Watch options, fell into the low eighties um, in terms mm. of accuracy. Which it is, it is worth pointing out that the difference between ninety nine percent accurate with chest strap monitor and ninety percent for the Apple Watch is less than the difference between ninety and low eighties. So well, it depends on how low the eighties are. If it's literally eighty, then it's the same. Well, okay, fine, fine. That's that's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to know. Like, have you? Do you? Because Alex, you are a person who suffers Apple products uh, gladly. Who suffers Apple products gladly? Yes. All right. I, I won't take that as insulting. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. So do you do you use the step tracking or exercise or fitness e features? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what like yeah. how have you cuz cuz obviously there are, there are some there's some things where like we subjectively know like yeah, I sat in my chair for 3 hours reading and it says, "Oh, look, you walked, you know, 100 steps." Like you know that. Have you what what has your experience been looking at uh, with that device as far as as far as that? So it helps me know how how much I should use my standing desk versus my sitting desk at work. Um, and it ha- that, so that's basically what it, in a day-to-day basis, that's what it helps me juggle so that I can hit my color expending targets. How, so how does it do that? Because it, I, I, I don't, I'm not a, like, I, like I don't GPS triangulation, still. you've got to, you've got, you've got, I think you, I so, think you can only resolve to like a meter. So you can't be like, oh, the altitude is a little bit different. Well, it's not the GPS. It's just that it feels me moving around a lot more when I'm at my standing desk, and it oh, fair it enough. sees my heart rate. So if you flail, if you flail while coding, if you gesture at the code and then you're fine. I do gesture sometimes. Right. I will say I will. I do gesture, um, but it, it does actually not understand the difference between sitting and standing, and that sort of like little like shifting back and forth that people do, and mm-hmm. it understands that you burn more calories when you're standing. Right. Um, I do use it for running as well. Um, so that's just mostly as a thing that I can have with me to can Bluetoothly play music to my headphones and oh really to like time things. Yeah, see, it, the, it has two and a half gigabytes of worth of storage for music. Okay, the thing so I don't back, have to back when phone. the first one was was launched, it really felt like wow. Okay, this is gonna be another one where yeah, it's it's decent enough if your phone is nearby. You know, and that's which well, I guess was the disappointing. The disappointing so I do, thing is I still, we were, everyone's sort I still of have the first one. Oh, okay. I but I do indoor running anyway. Um, oh, okay. So it, GPS wouldn't help. But Alex, if you do uh, indoor running, how do you ever get anywhere? This is the thing I don't wait. understand. 
You don't have to. That seems that um, seems miserable. You run for like a half hour and you look up and you've made no progress. But I've just but uh, yeah. So I I don't know. It's terms of like other sort of fitness tracking like going like going to a gym and using like machines and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm going to find out next month though cuz I'm joining a gym at the start of the next month. Ooh, fancy. So, what? Fancy. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, really. I don't I don't gyms are fancy to me. I'm from the Midwest now. <laughs> oh, okay. You're going yeah. to one of those fancy, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have reached my target weight, and it's time to, I don't know. That's that's fantastic get news, man. More healthy, I that's, guess. That's so, really good. Yeah. I don't really know how much the Apple Watch is going to help with that, though. Mm. Just like, because you'd have to be like, now I'm going to use this machine for ten minutes and like tell it what machine you're doing. Mm. I don't know. Well, yeah. So I mean, I guess I am curious. So, like, I think. The at least my experience with with wearable and and kind of quantified self devices is that if it's the sort of thing where you have to where you have to interact with it and be like, yeah, start a timer and then be like, all right, just remember that I ran for twenty minutes or you know or well, anything. Where running you have is to, different, right? Well, it's it's more that if it can provide things passively, it has an mm. awful lot more value. Like things so where you have to consciously calorie. go like I'm doing this thing, um, then so, it becomes a little more frustrating. It'll do the calorie calculations just passively. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be watching your heart rate. It's going to be watching your movement. It's going to track your calorie okay. things. But to do some of the other like deeper level tracking and to help the calorie tracking be more accurate, mm-hmm. um, it asks that like you just tell it what you're doing and that you don't have to. And I think it'll layer on the side of caution in terms of like what it's going to say you burn for calories. But if you wanted even more accuracy, you can tell it. So it has a certain base level of like, just don't interact and I'll do my best. But like mm. you could really help me out by you know, like timing your workout. That's interesting. I've, I've noticed the, the, because I've, I've been wearing a jawbone recently and it does, mm. it does the same thing. Um, I don't, I'm not using this for activity monitoring really. Um, I'm using it mostly yeah. for sleep monitoring, but I figured, Hey, I'll wear it. And then I can compare um, versus my withings watch, which I wear on the other hand. Cause I was just interested to know like, Hey, I, you know, are they, do they agree? Are they wildly different from one another? Um, but it does do that whole thing. It's like, Hey, what, you know, were you exercising during this time? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. And I don't care for you to care. Like it's, that's not. Yeah. Meh. Well, um, it never asks. Like you have to go in and say like, oh. go to the, and say, I'm going to start this type of workout uh, and I'm going to do it for. So like, if you, I feel like yeah. that kind of works if you're doing something like, like the hundred pushups challenge or something like that, where like it, yeah. you need an app that's going to coach yeah. you anyway. Then sure, yeah, why not like I, integrate that with? I, I kind of think that for most things at the gym, you I, at least I personally would need something like that to keep mm-hmm. track of it. Mm-hmm. So like, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm interested right. to know. I, I'm I, like for me, like learning that. Yeah, the devices that I have may be only eighty percent accurate. Eh. Yeah. You know, like I, I think accurate. I mean, I, th- I think obviously there, there are some people for whom. It matters a lot, but I think, you know, even in my case, like if I'm, if I'm trying to go for a walk and trying to get to my, you know, 10,000 steps or whatever, if it counts, mm. if I accidentally walk a two, you know, 2000 more, 2000 less, eh, that's fine. Right. Not, well, not 2000 less. That's not fine. Well, it's, but in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, I think it is fine. I got, eh. yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. So anyway, if you are looking for something that is particularly accurate, it looks like the Apple Watch really is is uh, kind of way ahead of the pack there. Um, although That's, some of the was this the new one? Ha- um, let me let me look at the article. Let's see. 
Because I think there were some modest improvements to some of the stuff. This does look like the uh, new one, yes. Well, they'd look the same. Uh, no, but the the article, it looks like the article suggesting this is the new one. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that this is, the this the is new better. one even has a GPS, too. So for outdoor runners, mm-hmm. like, if I, if I liked running outdoors, if, then that would be kind of cool. I have a park, I guess I could do it at, but mm-hmm. we're coming up on the Boston winter and... Uh, Oh yeah, it's not gonna be not gonna be a time to be outside. Yep, and neither is the Boston summer. Yep, so, so you've got like a very small window. I, right now, actually, right now would be a lovely time to go for a run. Cool, let's go uh, running. We'll take. Can we okay. have? Can we have the rest of the podcast outside? Sure. I mean, you asked Perfect. that last time, and I said sure, but you weren't outside, so I I, I wasn't I sure. Um. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> and in competitors to apple news <laughs> this is why they're all terrible they um, blow up well no i just wanted to say the the point that i wanted to make about the apple watch though is that you have to charge the apple watch every day in fact it's charging right now um yeah which means you can't wear it all the time and that's and that's probably like for some people that's probably fine like for you that's probably fine do you do you wear it while you sleep no it, but it does do sleep tracking if you wanted to right Yes, there. Are, yeah. So for some, like, stuff. so if you were the type of person that was trying to track everything, you would have to find like some hour and a half part of your day. That's so. I, I'll bring to, like, up CGP Gray, who who does some really fantastic who like, is, YouTube who, videos. Who? I do, I'm not familiar CGP with this person. Gray. C, 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 CPG, what? Colin Gregory Powell Gray. Whoa! Spoilers. <laughs> that's who. <laughs> well, you're like, who is he? Colin Gregory Powell Gray. That's. His, that's who he is. <laughs> okay. Um, is he's the one he who invented actually, Boy Scouts, right? <laughs> no. Okay. He's the guy who has two Apple Watches: one for when he sleeps and one for when he's awake. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Colin Gregory Palmer Gray. Oh man. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, so the 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 thing that you get. For 80% accuracy. If you're comfortable losing 90% accuracy and going down to 80, mm-hmm. is that you have a lot more flexibility in terms of, I mean, for me, the Withings watch, I don't have to charge ever, which I really like. That's the well, favorite do, thing about it. But all at once by changing the battery. Yes, I change the battery, but I change the battery. It's it's it says that you change the battery every six months. In practice, I change the battery once a year, which is the same that you get wow. with with a regular, like a Swiss watch or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. the jawbone I have to charge once a week. For about an hour. I mean, I'd rather um, have to charge it once a week, mm-hmm. but like, it's not a huge inconvenience. Right. To... But if you were trying to track sleep, would it, wouldn't it be a little bit? I guess if I really cared about sleep tracking, but like, I, I, if I cared about sleep you tracking, you probably I'd like are probably... like a normal person that just sleeps at regular times, like a human. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. how this works. I'd, I'd just get a sensor to put in the bed for like a hundred bucks. I've looked at some of those, although bad. it looks like the accuracy seems really tricky. Yeah, but I can't imagine a like having a sensor on top of the bed should I feel like would be more accurate than having a watch. The problem is that it moves around. I can tape it down. Getting it not to shift. Just tape it down. I, I Maybe. can't imagine how that. I mean, the the put the, it under the cover sheet. The jawbone does a really good job because it's got two different. Um, contact sensors it's got one on the pulse and then just another galvanic response and then it does track motion mm. as well um from what i've seen it's been reported as being kind of one of the higher quality i mean basically unless you're looking at like 300 plus 
type of type of things. It generally yeah. does pretty darn well in terms of sleep tracking. Hmm. Um, the, cool. Even even the, the the just the bed the bed things put under the bed. A lot of them get confused about just like lying there passively and actually being asleep. Um, because okay. if you're just tracking motion, that's very hard to distinguish. If you're you yeah. know, if you can track, I don't know if you could wear a cap, um, you that'd be a lot well, easier to can. distinguish. Well, you, yeah, you can. You can. Um, but tracking, but tracking heart rate and 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 skin responses stuff helps a lot with that as well. I I guess I'd be interested to know what my sleep patterns are, but mm -hmm. I don't feel like I need to know because I feel like I'm sleeping just perfectly fine and I wake up rested and like I I don't feel like I have a sleep problem. So it's really just curiosity, mm -hmm. and so I don't care. Like I don't whatever. understand you. It's you have curiosity and so you don't care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. This doesn't sound like you, Alex. I'm, I'm uh, very, well, I'm very I think as we established at the, the top of the podcast, yes. I'm not Alex. <laughs> so, yes, Samsung. Uh, you, uh, Alex, you just tell, 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 tell the readers about Samsung. Right. So Samsung made a new phone and it's called the Galaxy Note 7. Um, and while they were making this phone... There were some leaks. The Galaxy S7, Alex? Is it the Galaxy the, S7? <laughs> no, the Galaxy Note 7. Okay. Why they were making the Galaxy Note 7. Mm. Um, around about, like, oh, I want to say August or so, maybe as early as July or June, um, there were plenty of rumors that were coming around, out about the iPhone saying, oh, the iPhone's not going to have a new design this year. Uh, and Apple's, like, expecting the sales to go down. And Samsung read those rumors and they said, oh, boy, we have a new phone. I bet if we like get it out now before the new iPhone comes out, we can totally dominate the market this year. <laughs> so you know what Samsung did? They rushed their Galaxy Note 7 through production. And do you know what they messed up while doing this? The decals? Uh, no. Am I close? The though? battery technology. Uh-huh. Was it and the potato? No, okay. no, it was a bomb. Oh, they used bombs for batteries. Yeah, well, so this is yeah. So I mean, I, I think this is, this is a story that's been going around for a while. So I'm assuming that everybody's heard that. Yeah, somebody's somebody's Galaxy Note Seven has exploded. Yep, but and they, yeah, took all of Samsung's profits for this year with them. Samsung has done recalls and reissued new ones, and those ones have exploded too. Yep. Which, man, really hurts credibility as a company. Although, really, uh -huh. when you come to think of it, you're carrying around a lithium battery. Explosions are going to happen. Like, Have you ever period. seen what happens when you throw lithium into water? Explosions, maybe? Dare, yes. I, dare I suggest? <laughs> yes. Weird, that was just an educated guess. I didn't even, I've not actually done that, man. Oh, you should check out some videos by Brady Heron. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, apparently the Samsung has been push, sending out push notifications to people who own other 7E devices, like the Galaxy S7, letting them know that, Correct. hey, your phone's fine, it's not subject to recall. Which to me just seems like I, I, I would be infuriated. You know? Why? Well, just, like, why, you don't, you're sending me push notifications about, the, like, no, that's not. I mean, so, I've I've talked to people whose grandmothers are, like, texting them, like, is my phone going to blow up? Do I need to get rid of it? So I, I think well, I mean, this was, that message is not for you, but, Kevin. No, but the answer to that was yes, even back in the Motorola days. Like, if you have a phone, you are carrying around a bomb that will explode given enough time. 
You're just banking on the true. fact. You're just eventually banking, the yes. battery will lose enough capacity. You are just banking on the fact that you will be bored with your phone and buy a new one before it explodes. That is not true. It's completely 100% wholly accurate. It will lose the ability to hold the energy required to blow up eventually. That's what will happen. Nine times out of ten. It will blow up. Nine times out of ten, though. More than nine times out of ten. Like 99,000 times out Out of of a billion. (laughs) 99,000 times out of ten? No. Oh, man. How do you come back from that as a company? Uh, by offering good products and I guess new cycle, you'll be they'll be fine. It did. It does seem weird to me though that um, because so so for a while, uh, Qantas and a couple of other airlines, Qantas of course being an airline that nobody in the U.S. knows, but Australians probably know. Um, hmm. uh, it basically banned Galaxy Note S that's Galaxy Note sevens from their flights, uh, because of you know their tendency to explode but it brings up the question for me of and this was the same with with the whole hey everybody turn off your phones because obviously it will cause the plane to blow up if you don't turn off your phones that whole thing if that's really true then why are you trusting everybody like if it's really that much of a threat then just trusting that this random that all of these random people also turn off their phones does not seem like a good policy and it seems weird to me that, that that like because I have I have bought a couple of of tiny like mini Android phones, like mm. some of the some of the super tiny like you get the instructions and then they're just in Chinese, yeah. Like those those little gimmicky phones. Because I'm like I want to play around with them. They will explode yeah. at some point. Like, yeah, that that'll happen. Those Maybe. don't get banned because they don't have the name recognition. You of, should take them apart and analyze their charge circuitry. I mean, it's possible. See if they're yeah. overvolting the batteries. It's possible. Um. But you should the, check out the YouTube channel Big Clive if you want to try to understand like battery physics and like charging circuitry. He has a lot of different videos on like that type of stuff. But I guess my question is, how do you trust like either either airlines need to be whitelisting phones or just say no phones? Like how? No, I don't understand. I mean, airplanes themselves have lithium batteries on them. It, well, yeah, like. You know, they're gonna get all those the hypocrites. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're not just banks of Galaxy Note sevens, right? I don't know. It oh, seems fairly it seems, inefficient. It seems very weird to me. Also, come to think of it, you do have to if they if they if they check your bag, you have to take your laptop battery with you on the plane because you can, they will not put lithium batteries in the under and the underbelly of the plane. But uh, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, okay. if they because like they can't they, really enforce that for MacBooks, can they? Hmm? No, they can't. They and can't really yeah. enforce that for MacBooks. So you can't you can't put MacBooks. Well, the problem is the the it's it's for particularly with gate checked baggage that anything mm, with a removable okay. battery you have to bring into your carry on. So generally, you you get the carry on your personal item or whatever. They ask you to transfer all of your all of your batteries into the personal item and check the because I, I end up you know i occasionally travel to small airports where they're like we didn't realize that there were more than three people who wanted to fly so <laughs> actually no one can bring their bags on the plane everybody has to check their bags um and i'm like don't buy canada or regional jets then like stop buying i don't know can i don't know canada i just need canada if we can have a we're gonna have a little sidebar here with canada canada i need to let you know something about your planes and that is that people are not 80 pounds and four foot five anymore. Like I know at the time that you developed yeah, these like in the 80s. 170 and 6'2. <laughs> 170 and 6'2 by my experience. 
It's it's the Canada planes are so small. They're so small. I mean, they're they're tw- uh, they're twin jets, right? Yes. So they're one of those twin jets, probably hundred seater. No, less than less. It's 80. like eighty. Yeah, something in that. I yeah, I don't remember. And there's no first class, so I can't even pay for a comfortable upgrade. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been. I've flown business class on those um, guys. They usually will just give you like the first row. Right. Um, so oh yeah, no, they're, yeah. Generally, they do, but it's and all alcohol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're like that's, we brought that's usually... we brought t- three tiny little boozes. Who wants which one? Like <laughs> that is the no, first they, class. They of those. Wine. Yeah, no, they, they, no, they do. They've always had wine. Um, but yeah, no, those are, and and it's it's the one where like yeah, and there's not even like a flight. There's not even a place for the for the flight attendants. So they mm. they basically they just the their seat folds down from the back of the cockpit door, and so they yep. just sit in the aisle and it's super awkward yep. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So Canada, um, I guess what I'm saying is we're not hobbits anymore. I understand that back in the day people were shorter. I'm know? literally going to be flying on one of those in a week. Ah, very so exciting. That'll be fun. Wait, wait yeah. really? I'll be, I'll be, yeah, I'll be at Buffer Festival. You take, but you're taking a regional, like you're flying from Boston to Toronto, and they, you, you can't find a decent sized plane. I'm going to a very small airport downtown. Oh. And okay. not the Pearson International Airport. I'm going to a small little airport that's like literally right next to the like the CN Tower. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So, we should really yeah. quick hit on this Yahoo NSA program because we billboarded it. Uh, okay. Yeah, so well, Yahoo let the NSA read your emails. They built a program. All of them. All of them. All of your emails have been scanned for NSA keywords. So, Except I don't use Yahoo as an email provider, and I don't know who anyone who does. Well, I mean, I had it at a, a long time ago. Really? Yeah. You did have a Yahoo email? Yeah. I had an AOL email. Back before Gmail. Um, oh, that's the thing. is, Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't have AOL because our, our ISP was Prodigy for a long time, and their emails you didn't were have really AOL? Um, hmm? How did you not have AOL? Like, well, I mean, I we mean had a whole bunch client. of AOL floppy disks lying around. We just didn't use no, AOL. But, like... <laughs> The in- AOL IM was the thing. Back oh no! Eventually, yeah, no. I eventually set up set up AIM, but that was different from having an AOL email account. No, it was the same thing. I mean, you got an email when you. Well, maybe set it you up. did, but I mean, I had. I, I at the time we were setting. That up was emails, my first yeah. email. Fair enough. What was your What was your What was your that. first AIM screen name, Alex? Uh, I still, uh, you, you can find that out really easily. Really? Just, uh, are you still, click, on, are you, are you logged on to aim right click now? Click on my, <laughs> click on my name in Skype. Oh, you can't cause you have it open. No, I can't. Yeah. Yep. No, my, my Skype account is. The you you, you the migrated universe. it over from AOL. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say it. AOL because, Time Warner like, Microsoft. <laughs> because I, I kept that same screen name for quite a while. So it, it, there's a lot of random things you could probably log into. Uh, so I'm I'm not gonna say what it is, but uh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. You could probably figure it out if you looked around, but yeah. Oh man, um, it it actually I, I, I did see some some reports that it's possible that the Yahoo acquisition may fall through as well as yeah. part of the fallout from this. Yeah, which it's so gonna at least I think one of the, whatever company was AOL was gonna. Was it AOL that was going to Yeah, I think. Well, I, I think AOL is not the is not the name anymore. I think it's I think it's Time Warner is the. Yeah, is the pa- yeah, but parent. I think they they offered them a billion dollars less. They want a billion dollar discount. Though I think I think they're they're also considering just bailing on the 
on the idea. Really? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Reports, reports differ. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see. And, and obviously there's, you know, everybody else is going out there saying like, Hey, we didn't, <laughs> you know, but of course, how do you even trust that? Like Google comes out and is like, Hey, yeah, we didn't build anything for the NSA. Apple comes out and says, we didn't build anything from the, for the NSA. I, but how do you, uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing is I, that you could, because you, you, I sort of sympathize because you get hit with non-disclosable information, right? Right. Like you end up, yeah. you had your, let's say you're Yahoo. You've built this thing before the NSA really even existed or had any power. Um, right. And you know, you build this you know, big email infrastructure and you, you get served this thing. And you say, well, okay, I can either shut down and not do business anymore and never be able to tell anybody why. Yeah. Or I can comply with this legal obligation that I can't fight in a public court. Right. That's weird. Like, what yep. do you, like, I'm still mad that they did it, but I, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what your options are. Yeah. I mean, from a, from an investor, like they were probably public when that happened. They had, yep. they were obligated to follow the order. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's probably the case now that many of the, like Apple could just say, well, yeah, we'll just stop doing business in the U S then. Um, you know, the same way yeah. that Google did with, uh, with China, when China's like, Hey, so we want to, f- we want to hack your servers again. And they're like, Hey, could you not do that? Like we're standing right here and it's, yeah. it's, it's breaking all of our stuff. And then yep. they're like, no, we're going to hack your servers. Like, well, but what if, if you do that, then we, we have no reason to be here and we employ a huge amount of your workforce. Like, no, no, we'll hack your server. Oh, fine. And then Google just completely fled. It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I, I imagine that Yahoo, I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe Yahoo was distributed at the time, but certainly the early, early internet companies, that wasn't really a viable strategy. You can't just go ahead and, yeah. oh, well, fine. We'll just set up, set up shop in Germany or something or, you know, wherever. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, they would have just fallen apart. They literally would have just fallen apart. Yeah. I mean, I think Google could get away with the China thing. I think Google is probably an interesting exception because they could get away no matter where they were based, but it's not like they're fleeing the U S the U S is their home country. Right. They'd have a lot harder time. Like they're on the New York stock exchange or the mm-hmm. NASDAQ, mm-hmm. which is like, and they probably have to pull out of that to completely flee U S like law. Oh yeah. Like it would be huge. But, but there's also, there's an extent to which you have leverage over the economy because you can say, we will take certain aspects yeah. of our business out of the country. So you, like yeah. you don't have to stop doing business as, but you can say, yeah, well, if you want us to put if you want us to put fingerprint tracking on on all of these devices, we are going to no longer man- do any any manufacturing. We're going to not hire any devs in the U.S. anymore. We're not going to do right. you know whatever. Um, yeah, we're going to ungentrify San Francisco. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever you know, whatever it is that you do, um, you know, you have you have a lot of economic leverage that I, I imagine Yahoo probably did it's not really have, Mountain but. View. They're not really in San Francisco. Yeah, no, I know, but I I was trying to make a joke. I know. I'm just poking holes in your joke. Thank you. Pop. <laughs>